You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gears, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And today's episode is brought to you by Run Your Pool. March Madness is here and Run Your Pool has a better way to create your bracket. RunYourPool.com, the premier sports pool hosting service. Now, folks, we've got to talk about the 68-66 win over Virginia Tech in Blacksburg, as well as uh, securing our first outright ACC Conference Championship in the regular season since uh, 1990. I was not born then. I know I have to remind you all of that because it makes me feel young. So, yeah, we've got to talk about that as well. And we have to talk about something that's very, very interesting that is apparently a belief among other fan bases that kind of needs to be talked about. Kind of, sort of needs to be discussed in a meaningful way because there is some yin-yang and riffraff going on uh, surrounding the belief that Alyssa Kunain is getting uh, favorable treatment from referees, which is, this is news to me. As somebody who watches all of these games, I am telling you, this to say that this is news to me is an understatement, actually. I'm, I am flatly shocked, flabbergasted, um, taken aback, if you will, because, again, I, I've never seen anything like it. I've, I've, I, I'm, I'm not joking. Like, I really and truly have not seen... Um, anybody say something along the lines of, oh yeah, this is, this is absolutely favorable treatment that she's received. I I haven't seen it. Like, and that's again, not a joke, not a, a, a ha ha he he type deal. I'm being dead serious, dead, dead, dead serious. Like not even the slightest bit of hyperbole there. So first of all, let's talk about this win. Okay. The win against Boston College came in a way that, I mean, this, this I'm sorry, not Boston College, this win against Virginia Tech came in a way that uh, was very unconventional for this Wolfpack team in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways. Um, so, for example, if I'm talking about what we did differently from most of our other wins, there was a graphic that ESPN put up because... Uh, both Virginia Tech and ourselves are two of the better three-point shooting teams in the conference. And, of course, it begins and ends with our bigs, right? For us, Alyssa Kunane. For them, Elizabeth Kidley. That is where the, the start and end of, hey, th- this is who's really good or this is how they're really doing. That's where it comes from. So, with that being said, um, the, the reality is we're talking about uh, a, a game where we did not shoot well from three at all. Both both teams are averaging 39% uh, from deep when we win games. Well, even in this, this game, which, of course, like I said, we happened to win. We did what we needed to do and, and pulled out a win. Even in this game, I want to say we shot one for 11 from deep. One for 11. So, again, this isn't a game where things went as normal, as planned, you know, everything works out in the way that it should. And and uh, we go ahead and get ourselves a, a nice little win here that was smooth sailing and everything was easy, breezy, beautiful. I'm sorry, we were not one for 11. We were one for nine. Uh, but what we did do was we absolutely dominated the paint, right? So 
yes, Virginia Tech shot the ball better, but we outscored them in points in the paint, 48 to 23. I'm sorry, to 22, and that mostly came from Alyssa Kunane, who was absolutely doing work this game. Um, the thing is, her and Kitley grew up together, played together, all that stuff as kids and all that, and you know went to their uh, respective schools. And it seems like as of late, uh, Kunane has Kitley's number. That's just what what I'm. That's what I'm seeing here. Kunane led all scores with 22 points, eight of 14 from the field, uh, one of one from deep, five of seven from the free throw line, only two rebounds, which is you know a little troubling, but two steals uh, to go with that. And then behind her, you had Kayla Jones, who crossed the thousand point threshold today. So all y'all, let's clap it up for Kayla Jones, right? Let's clap it up for her. Going for 12 points on six of eight shooting, uh, two rebounds, two assists, one block, one steal, no turnovers. And this is what I mean when I say we find different ways to win. A lot of people would say Randa Perez and Diamond Johnson, you know, those two going well are the keys to us beating any good team. We can't beat good teams without. They combined for three of 16 in this game. They combined for, I want to say, eight points. Yeah, eight points. Eight points, five turnovers, four assists. Now, granted, they did do some work on the rebound, despite uh, being some of the shorter players on the court, they combined for eight rebounds. But the reality is to see a game where two of our players who are normally known as prolific scorers did not do so very well, and we were still able to pull this thing out, that to me is, is where you look at it and say, all right, that's where we make our hay. That's where we prove that we are every bit of what everyone thinks we are. Because again, this is not a bad Virginia Tech team at all. They're 21-8 overall, 13-5 and in conference, against a just an absolute grinder of an ACC conference this year. They are playing good ball. They are. Uh, the, the big score off the bench today was Jada Boyd with 11 points, 5 of 6 from the field, 5 rebounds, uh, one just a, an absolutely amazing block that was a bit of a momentum shifter when um, it was during that time. First of all, Virginia Tech never led in this game, but there were times where they they got within striking distance. They got it super close, and her block was at one of those moments where they were uh, getting a little closer. Two steals to add on to that. So, you know, she played a really good game as well. But again, to me, it is very, very clear that we have not just, of course, depth and balance, but we have a way of utilizing it when it's necessary, utilizing who needs to be used, when they need to be used. Because at the end of the day, if you tell most folks, hey, the backcourt is is not going to give you much. They're going to combine for about um, six of 22. Most folks would say you're you're in trouble. We're we're looking at a hard time there between Kai Crushfield, um, between Kai Crushfield, Randall Perez, and Diamond Johnson. That's what you're looking at. People will tell you you're in trouble, and yet we found a way. We found a way. Was it pretty? Was it easy? Was it all those things? No, it wasn't. It was not. But again, it's not about the the score. Uh, the it's not about covering the spread, right? Like, I, this ain't the betting show, okay? We got locked on bets for that. If you want to go over there to that, you know, part of the world, hey, I'm not judging you. More power to you. Get your thing. Hey, I'm t- 
Trust me, I read Bet Online ad reads every single episode, darn near, for a reason, okay? And anybody who knows me knows that things that I have extreme moral objections to doing, I will stop in, in very short order, okay? So with that being said, um, again, I'm not against the betting and whatnot, but if somebody were to tell you our backcourt was going to do that against this Virginia Tech team, and, and they were to say, hey, what are the odds of this Wolfpack team winning or how much would you put on it that the Wolfpack still win? Those odds wouldn't be very good. Those odds would not be very good. So uh, for that to happen the way that it did, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a, a situation where it's a, it's a situation where again, we just, we find ways, we find ways. And also another thing I want to point out from this game was it actually was the battle of the bigs that was hyped up to be because the first time that uh, we played Virginia Tech, Kunane and Kitley combined for 15 points, right? This time they combined for uh, 40 on 15 of 23 shooting. That's good ball, man. And I know you, you, a lot of people don't like giving props to uh, your opponents, but that was some really good ball. She Kitley really was playing some really good ball. She had a uh, 18 7. And uh, four blocks. She, again, played really good ball. Um, Asia Shepard chipped in 16, 12 from deep on uh, 4-12 shooting and four free throws. Six assists. Uh, I'm sorry, six rebounds, three assists for her. So, this is a game that was, you know, it was exciting. It was a very close game. And we were outscored in this fourth quarter. It They closed the gap a lot in the fourth quarter. But we did enough to stave them off. We were uncharacteristically bad from the free throw line as well, which is another thing that, you know, kind of was confusing as far as the fourth quarter goes. In the first three quarters, we were five of five from the line. But then all of a sudden, in that fourth quarter, I don't know what happened. Alyssa Kunane missed two free throws. And uh, I want to say it was Jakeia Brown Turner missed, um, missed one of her free throws as well. And, you know, it's... It was in that time where, of course, Virginia Tech is closing the gap and they're they're looking to make a push and a run here at the end. And you really did. just You hated to see it. But at the end of the day, like I said, we pulled it out. We got the win. That's all you can ask for. Regular season ACC champs, let's talk about that. And then let's talk about tuning up for the um, – or let's talk about getting right for the tournament. And then uh, we'll talk about, of course, the, the idea that Alyssa Kunane has been – uh, receiving favorable calls for whatever reason, which is very, very interesting to me. But anywho, March Madness is just a couple of weeks away, and that means you not need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going for the usual? Or are you looking for the best? We've done our homework, and we're running our brackets with RunYourPool.com. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game types like Survivor or Pick X. Both are really fun in their own way. They have options to edit scoring, and they offer more intel to make your picks. All the stuff you won't find at ESPN or CBS. If you've got a business, Run Your Pool can help you take some of that March Madness magic and play alongside your employees or even gain customers. Clearly, we believe in Run Your Pool because, like I've said, we're running our brackets on it ourselves. There's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot of the cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family 
Enter Pure Madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a prize. We look forward to seeing you and beating you there. All right, so um, this is the first regular season championship outright that we've had um, in over 30 years. And so what is the relevance of this? To me, the relevance is this is a team that, again, takes care of the little stuff. This is not a team that thinks to themselves, oh, yeah, we can rest on our laurels because we know that we're that talented that when we need to turn it on in March, we'll be able to do so. Instead, they're doing the right things, diving for loose balls when they've got big leads and all that. They're doing all the little things right at points in the season where some people would say, some people were even saying coming into today's game that there was not much to play for and that, you know, you didn't want to risk getting your stars hurt or something like that off of a quote-unquote um, outright the ACC championship, ACC regular season championship, and we should – uh, rest them up for, for gearing up for a three-peat in the ACC tournament. But very clearly, Coach Moore had the the game plan in mind of, no, we're going to go out there, we're going to attack, we've got a double bye regardless of what happens on, uh, on, on Sunday. So we are going to play our players, run them the full course as if we would any other game. And we needed them. We needed them. It wasn't a game where we could – you know, just pull our starters in the middle of the first quarter and everything was going to be fine from there. No, we, we needed this. Um, we needed every ounce of fight that we had in us. And Coach Moore found a way to to get it out, right? Like, that's that's just the reality. In this game, to see the way that everything went was absolutely amazing there. But I want to talk about something real quick. Because, of course, people are always going to want to say things based in feeling and based in, in what they feel and 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 what they think and I get that. I get that. I'm not, you know, I'm not here to argue uh what what somebody thinks or or what how somebody feels. Okay? That does me no good. And and I I genuinely mean that. That does me absolutely no good. So, what am I talking about? What am I saying? Hey, this this is a thing that we probably uh need to address here. The fact of the matter is, in talking about Alyssa Kunain and saying, you know, she has been, um, she's been getting a ton of calls or whatever the case may be, that is wildly interesting to me. You want to know why that's wildly interesting to me? She, there are not a ton of All-Americans in the ACC. There are a couple. There are a couple All-American ACC women's basketball players, but there aren't a ton, okay? Now, with that being said, People talking about, oh, well, Alyssa gets all these uh, all these foul calls that happen to go her way and, and all this good stuff. Okay, sure, fine. So, again, let's get into it. Alyssa Kunain shot the six most free throws in the conference. Now, mind you, she is a big who our offense runs through, and the game plan for stopping her drawn up by most teams is, quote-unquote, get physical with her. Well, you know, if you're going to be getting physical, fouls are going to be called. But let's dig a little deeper, shall we? Because when I say six, that puts a certain image in people's head to say, well, she's right outside the top five. 
Not so fast, my friend. The difference between her and the difference between her and um, fifth place, Deja Kelly of the University of No Consequences, is 16 foul shots. Okay. The difference between her and seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth combined is not that big. I want you to think about that now. She's two away from seventh, four away from eighth, which puts us up to six, uh, eight away from both, both um, eight and nine. I'm sorry, nine and ten. So again. The furthest out, if you go down to the 10th most uh, prolific foul shooter in the conference, which is Kiana Trailer, who we played, and we played Elizabeth Kitley today. Very interesting that, you know, this would be the day of all days where somebody says, Alyssa, of course Kunane gets that call. Again, the woman is closer to being in 10th place than she is to being in 5th. So let's let's start there, Okay. If we go and look at um, the NCAA records for this thing, as far as how many uh, free throw shots she's shooting tonight, you're still not looking at a substantial amount that that would make you say, oh, man, she's a foul baiter. Oh, man, she's always going to get that call because that's not the case. Again, I'd be happy to tell you if it was. I have anybody who has followed the pod page has seen that I have told people, oh yeah, this is absolutely um this is absolutely a situation where we got away with one. I admit it. I'm y'all know me, I'm not the type of guy to not say, hey, we got away with one there. The tie, there's like a 10 way tie for 150th in the nation in women's college basketball uh in terms of, of free throws attempted. And that number is 113. She's attempted 109. So again, the woman isn't even in the top 160 players in the country in terms of free throw shots. And yet somehow we're getting this idea that she is just, you know, getting off with the fouls and and everything she wants as far as fouls goes, she's getting. It's not the truth. You are not living in reality. You are not living in reality. And I want you to come back. I want you to come on with us because I believe in you. I believe that you can come join us in reality where, excuse me, realistically, Alyssa Kunane, if you watch her game, she gets beat up on in that post more than anybody I've seen in recent history. And yet and still does not get the calls that other players do. Does not get the calls that a, a smaller or worse player would. Even tonight, 68-66. Let's go to 12 seconds left. I want to say it was about 12 or 8 seconds left. Something like that. We dump it into Alyssa. She gets by Kitley. She throws up a layup. Kitley hits her on the arm. The tape shows it clear as day. Kitley is hitting Alyssa's right arm, which is the arm that she is laying up the ball with. Kelly Gramlich noted it in the ACC Network's coverage of the game. She said, oh, well, that could be a f- Oh, yeah, yeah, I see the contact on the uh, the right arm right there, but, I mean, they, they didn't call it. So, to me, you're telling me that a person who, if we're just talking about this game alone, the, the score was 68-70. to 70. She's one of the top 10 free throw shooters in the conference in terms of percentage. She puts the game away at that point. At that point, if you give her that foul, 
by the law of averages, she is she was already 0 for 2 for the day, which means, again, by the law of averages, she was going to make the next two because she's an 80% three, I'm a, uh, free throw shooter. Do you see where I'm saying? Do you get where I'm going there? So I just, I think it's crazy. I think it's disingenuous to say, oh, of course she gets that call because based on what? Based on what? Please explain it to me like I'm a fifth grader. I, I'll, I'll be here. And I'm betting that you have no good explanation for it. But we'll we'll talk about it tomorrow. Um, tomorrow I'm going to drop you all a bonus episode, which is the roundtable preparing us for the ACC Women's Basketball Tournament. But again, I'm betting nobody has a rebuttal for that. And if you're better, go to betonline.net. Football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired head coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. So we're about to land this thing, but in short, I just wanted to say that this was, again, a Wolfpack team figuring out a way to win. Traditionally shooting 39% from deep and wins, and yet today we shot 11 and we figured it out. In, in talking about a game where we're on the road at a place we lost last year, at a place that the fans were going nuts, it was a raucous environment, for us to settle down and find the calm to win this game. That's big. That's big. And not only that, we got off to the hot start, which I said was essential in playing top 25 teams and playing really highly seeded teams in the tournament. We have to get off to hot starts. We can play that game with inferior opponents where we – Oh, yeah, we'll spot you 10. Huh? Oh, yeah, we'll spot you 12. Huh? And then come out in the third quarter and, and make something happen. But the reality is we came out early, started this game on a NATO run, and at no point in time in this game did uh, the Hokies lead. And that's what it needs to be. That is reali- That is the reality of what we need to do if uh, we're going to be hanging some big banners for this women's basketball team. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate y'all every single time. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 